0: This is Sirius FM on 105.7, broadcasting in the East Rand. Yes, this, uh just this gone 8.18 uh, Central African time, and I knew uh, Sheikh Ramadan, he's committed to his, uh, yeah, he's plot. And yeah, no, no, I don't want to talk. That's out of season. Let's not talk about it. But Sheikh Ramadan is in season. Always as someone that we embrace and celebrate on the platforms of Sirius FM. Sheikh Ramadan Ahmed, who is an Al Jazeera blogger in Arabic, a lecturer, and also an Ali. Sheikh Ramadan, salaamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, how are you doing this beautiful Wednesday morning?
1: Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I'm doing very well, alhamdulillah. In the morning is very lovely.
0: Yeah, I tell you, you're living in that lovely part of the world where it's so fresh. No industries around you. You got lovely. There's some spring water, and some have bore waters, and you got hey, so many people planting chilies in their garden and what and what. But you are having everything quite organic, Sheikh uh, Ramadan. You know, we left it open this morning.
1: What you're going to tell yes. us for the next uh, next ten yes, minutes? That's, that's- Yes, that's Allah's blessing, you know. Allah's blessing, if you wake up in the morning and you find yourself healthy and uh, no any problem, then you have to be grateful to Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, because many people cannot wake up in the morning, uh, unless unless they are waken up. (laughs) Alhamdulillah. Allah Akbar. Allah Akbar. You got that rooster there. What's the
0: name of your rooster, Sheikh Ramadan? He gets you up every morning. (laughs) (laughs) Alhamdulillah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know that Hey, he come by your window. Kukru kuk, Sheikh Ramadan, your time. <laughs> and even he gets you up for the hajjid too. MashaAllah, okay, that's your secret. I don't know tell people much about, hey, you don't know Sheikh Ramadan like I know him. Sheikh Ramadan, <laughs> 10 minutes is yours. Bismillah.
1: JazakAllah khair. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah. Wa salatu wa salam. Ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa alihi wa sahibu ijma'in. Today we're going to uh, speak about uh, the reason why uh, islam is always on uh the attack and why islam is attacked why islam is defa- uh, defamed um why other people are trying to to misrepresent uh, islam or to present islam in the me- through the media as something ugly i have um, uh, spoken to uh some people in uh, different o- on different occasions uh non muslims actually and uh, when you ask a uh, uh, non-Muslim about Islam, what they know about Islam is that uh, there is bombings, uh, there is suicide bombings, there is um, uh, killing or whatsoever. This is the negative um, the, the publicity which is uh, given to Islam through the media. And, uh, of course, there is a, a motive behind that. When we speak about bombings, <coughs> we we speak about... <coughs> Uh, what happens, for example, in Iraq or in the Middle East generally. And uh, this is something that uh, started just a few years back. Why Islam is 14 centuries uh, back. So we reduce all these 14 centuries to just uh, a few years that followed the occupation of Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, after which actually people start to resist and uh, try to Take the law in their own own hands because there was no justice. So most of the uh, negative publicity against Islam is referred, or is is, is, uh, is referring to these uh, incidents. Uh, Apart from that, um, there is incidents of uh, Palestine, for example, what happens in Palestine, and uh, Palestinians are uh, blamed for suicide bombing or terrorism and all these kind of things. It's like when you um, uh, you hurt someone, and that someone uh, tries to say no, don't hurt me. Then that someone turns to become, you know, uh, uh, evil. And uh, you, who do all the atrocities, all the bad things that you do, nobody uh, says that you are doing anything wrong. This is the unfortunate part um, of, of our world where we live today. So Islam is being exposed to all these kind of things, not because there's anything wrong with Islam, but because there is somebody there, or there are some people there who want to give this negative uh, publicity uh, with Islam. So the question is why. Why Islam is perceived like that, or represented like that, given that whatever technology that we are enjoying today the impetus of it was given to by Islam, meaning the Islamic civilization was so advanced in the world when uh, Muslims ruled uh, Spain and Europe for about six centuries. And it is through that technological advancement in mathematics, in engineering, in architecture, in, in sciences, uh, that the Western world actually came to learn until 18th century uh, the books that were authored by muslims were references in european universities so islam built that civilization that uh, represented the foundation on which uh, today's uh, modern civili- uh, civili- uh, modern uh, um, technology is based on so why do we neglect all this and then we just confine islam within the last few uh, few, two de- one or two decades to represent Islam and forget the 14 centuries of Islam uh, being prosperous in the world. So when you ask the question why is all this negative publicity about Islam is that Islam is not just a religion. A religion in the sense that you just go worship in uh, lock up yourself in a place in a certain place and uh, worship. Uh, if you do that, definitely that is not going to be a problem to anybody else. So people actually encourage you, and in fact, they can even uh, assist you to do that. And that is called uh, Salah, your self-salah, meaning that um, uh, that is uh, self-piety, meaning that you, you, you are pious by yourself, self-reform, so you, you reform yourself. But Islam is about Islah, not only Salah, but Islah. So Islam is about Salah, And islah, so salah is self-reform, and islah is the community reform, society reform. So when you call for reform of society, meaning that uh, there are some who exploit society, and they are going to be their interests will be will be harmed. So it is these kind of people that will oppose you and do everything possible to prevent you from doing it. And this is the reason why uh, when the, the Prophet ﷺ started to do his da'wah, the people of Makkah came to him. The dignitaries of Makkah uh, came to him and said, "Oh Muhammad, what's wrong with you? We give you options. If you are sick and there is demons actually um, uh, troubling you, we we'll look for the, the, the best doctors in the world uh, to cure you. If what you are doing is that you want to become a leader, we'll make you our leader. And if what, you want, uh, what you're doing is because you want wealth, we make you the wealthiest people among us. All what we need from you is to give up what you're doing. So this is, in a way or another, is exactly what happens in our world today. So if you are a Muslim and then you just worship and go to the mosque and uh, that's it, nobody actually is bothered by you. But okay. when you are calling for reform, societal reform, that's the time when everybody who is exploiting society will revolt against you and will uh, try to defame you. And this is exactly what happens today. So when today when you present Islam as a way of life, as a comprehensive way of life, Islam that has to do, has to have a say in politics, Islam that has to say in economy, Islam that to say in culture, in arts, in every facet of life, when you present Islam in that comprehensive manner, then you become an enemy for those who are exploiting the people in the world and those who are uh, doing all everything they can in order to exploit the end of the world. So exactly what the dignities of Makkah did is exactly what the dignities dignities of our world today are doing. So the impoverished societies must be impoverished and the rich societies must remain rich. So if you talk about justice, equality, and um, a distribution of resources and all these kind of things, definitely you become enemy. And this is the reason why Islam today is under attack. It is under attack because um, it, it does exactly what it did to the people of Makkah, who used to exploit people and um, uh, and uh, leave people in abject poverty, so that at least they enjoy the wealth they accumulated because of injustice. Uh, I think, uh, Brother Shafat, um, this is what my time gives me. Um, we we leave it there. I tell you, Sheikh uh, Ramadan,
0: you know, absolutely brilliant. I I was just sitting and uh, listening to you, and this is what I took in, uh, reasons for attack on Islam, uh, misrepresented in the media, no Muslim, uh, you know, Muslims perceived... uh, this is how non-Muslims are perceived, uh, our, our Muslims are perceived as uh, suicide bombers, uh, behaving a jihadist, a bloodthirsty nation that's always looking for trouble and destabilizing peace in uh, the West. And also the Palestinian are uh, falsely blamed for firing rockets into Israel, uh, whereby the IDF uses hardcore weapons on defense uh, defenseless uh, people, Why are Muslim leaders so toothless and irrelevant in projecting the truth and the positivity of Islam? 14 centuries of history, this is what Sheikh Ramadan says, of Islamic history, put on the file 13. Start a self-reformation. It will impact on the society and then on the nation and then, inshallah, on the whole world. And Sheikh Ramadan makes a very valid point again. He talks about the Makkan leadership when they approach Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to stop giving his message of coming to the one true God, coming into equality. About being a divine decree they said stop it muhammad stop it we will make you our king we'll make our you our leader we will give you everything that you want we'll make your dunya a comfort zone for you but nabi muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam never compromised and alhamdulillah you can see the reward and the darjah that he got and his deen is still spreading the same with the Muslims today. We are compromising. We're letting in. We don't, you know, we let other people dilute us. We are not on the steadfast. Sheikh Ramadan, absolutely brilliant. Your parting words before I let you go.
1: <laughs> My parting words is that I'm encouraging Muslims to um, to read instead of being spoon-fed in a masjid or in uh, just uh, to wait for lectures and things like that. This is uh, what Christianity uh, does. Um, that uh, Christians are not allowed to read the Bible or to read about the history of, of the church and all these kind of things. But in Islam, you have to educate yourself. You don't, you don't wait to be spoon fed so that uh, when somebody tells you about Islam and terrorism and you say, Oh, yes, that's all oh, unfortunate. So meaning that you buy into what they, the negativity they, they say about Islam because you are ignorant and you don't know what exactly what Islam is about. So I think I encourage Muslims to understand Islam. So that when they are encountered by any kind of such negativity about Islam, they can be able to explain the truth about the reason why Islam is under attack. Jazakallah khair, brother
0: Shahad. Jazakallah khair, Sheikh Ramadan. Always a pleasure having you. You go well and I'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, sir, people. Shukran, jazeel and feekum To our Sheikh Ramadan. Hamad, Hey, I tell you, Yusuf. I see you taking notes there, Yusuf. Yeah, yeah. You're becoming studious very soon. You're near Yusuf on the breakfast club. He'll be doing the engineering, the club. He'll have his notes. He knows what to talk. Alhamdulillah. Time for us to go for our break. When we get back, we'll round up and uh, end of the show. Please stay tuned. You worth Sirius FM one hundred five point seven, your number one station in the East Rand.